Censors, podcast consumers, welcome to another very exciting edition of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. This is episode 27, and I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Oh, this was my birthday week this week, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of catching up on some things still throughout the week. When you go, it's this, it's this, uh, this, and this year it's a little bit different, obviously, but it's this, this one, two, three punch. Uh, that that my household gets in November because we go daughter's birthday, you know she turned four on the 11th. Uh, my birthday is always on the 18th, and then we go into Thanksgiving. It's like boom, boom, boom. Now Thanksgiving this year is a little bit easier to na- you know easier to navigate as far as like moving parts because I don't have a bunch of guests coming over. Usually my house is is fairly packed on Thanksgiving. Same thing with Christmas, and it's going to be a little bit different this year. Uh, but yeah, it's that one, two, three punch, and I'm just I'm still. I'm still recovering from the second punch, and now we got the third one coming right, right in front of me here that I, I can see it coming. Luckily, uh, my my wife is going to have some extra time off this week, so it's going to be good for her to recover. All right. That being said, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, four episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be Facebook.com/slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Make sure you like our page, check back often for updates, and make sure you click the notifications on there. Then you're going to know when new episodes come. Now, now obviously podcast episodes they, they come out weekly so you don't but but other content will also get posted there and, and we don't have a schedule for a lot of other content so make sure you're on facebook.com slash go tell to the wall of course youtube head over to youtube if you're a youtube user search go tell to the wall subscribe to our channel that's where you're going to find all of our video feeds after the fact uh, as well as our mental health monday playlist our parenting playlist our beer reviews all of that good stuff uh, and even our old live feeds from from go tell to the wall podcast when, when we were doing thursdays which we will get back to eventually if after we come out of this this COVID madness and I get back a little more control in my studio that I've been sharing for nine months now. Uh, and of course, Instagram, you can follow my own personal Instagram, which is SoCalSean. That's right, SoCalSean. Uh, all kinds of cool pictures that I put up there. I'm definitely not as cool as a lot of other Instagram users that you're going to come across, but you're following everybody anyway. You know, get some get some of my photos up in your feed. Uh, again, SoCalSean on Instagram. Uh, and of course, most importantly, all inclusive of those things I just mentioned would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Bookmark that one. Uh, and, and if you can't remember all the other platforms that I just gave you, you can link directly from there. So that would be the most important one to remember is SeanO'RourkeLive.com. You're also going to find uh, photos that you don't find anywhere else, videos you don't find anywhere else, blog posts that aren't posted anywhere else. So that is, that is really your best resource. Uh, you're also going to find links to multiple podcast platforms. Uh, you know, Obviously, if you're listening to this, uh, you've probably already got your podcast platform, but there's other options on there if that's something you're looking for. And of course, Patreon, please help us out financially. Uh, I've talked enough about Patreon. You guys know what it is if you've ever, if you've been listening to podcasts at all. Uh, help us out. Help other artists out. If you have the means to do it, you know, don't nobody's nobody needs to break the bank to to support some some independent broadcasters and artists and musicians and stuff. But if you have the means to do it, uh, help us out. Help out. Go tell it to the wall. Help out someone else. Uh, and of course, our merch page you can link directly to our merch page from seanoworklive.com get yourself a t-shirt holidays are coming up weather's getting colder get yourself a go tell to the wall sweatshirt maybe a coffee mug you can sit there in your go tell to the wall sweatshirt in front of a roaring fire with a nice cup of coffee hot chocolate whatever you prefer tea 
tea. I'm not a big tea drinker myself. My wife drinks a lot of tea. Sometimes I come in the kitchen, I'm like, what is that smell? She's got some funky teas. And not like bad smelling. It's just you don't expect it. Like, you know, you're like, what? Oh, oh, somebody's making tea. All right. Uh, so please help us out there if you, if you, if, you know. Everybody needs t-shirts, sweatshirts. You need these things. You got you to clothe yourself. You may as well clothe yourself with some common sense go tell to the wall merch. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. I know I just mentioned uh, we have this one, two, three punch, and Thanksgiving is the third punch in my household. I don't mean that like it's a bad thing. It's just boom, 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 and then we right into the holidays. Um, but happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. We're going to talk a little bit more about Thanksgiving in regards to COVID, uh, but I will say celebrate responsibly. Uh, make sure you're, you know, it, one like quick holiday where you just eat and watch football. One of those without your family is, is it's a small sacrifice to make to then be able to have more of those in the future. So, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But happy Thanksgiving to all the wall fans out there. Uh, this is going to be the last episode before Thanksgiving, obviously. We used to do uh, Wednesdays for those of you that that are sem- somewhat new to the podcast in the past year. Essentially, we used to do Wednesdays. Uh, the day before Thanksgiving was was the one day really that we would uh, outside of like this you know the celebration and stuff that was the one day where we would not record on a Thursday because of Thanksgiving. Um, that this year that's obviously not happening because right now we're recording on Sundays. Uh, so happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there and thank you to everybody. Um, I know and I'll say it again for for those of you that don't remember I uh, I don't uh, I don't do the happy birthday posting on Facebook. I stopped it years ago simply because. I would forget someone and I'd feel bad and I'm 1000% sure no one ever noticed like, oh, where was my happy birthday message from Sean on Facebook? Nobody cares. But I just, because of forgetting, I I stopped doing it with the exception of like my parents, uh, like bigger birthdays uh, and obviously my daughter and my wife, uh, you know, those are obviously the exceptions. Uh, So I I don't do those, but I, I do appreciate everyone posting on my wall, sending me text messages, phone calls and everything else. Uh, got multiple phone calls with with happy birthday renditions sung to me uh, via via the phone, whether it be video call or just phone call. So, so thank you to everyone out there uh, that that did wish me a happy birthday. Uh, it it was an odd year, but here's the thing: is we're all in this same boat t- together. I think everyone's getting a COVID birthday. <laughs> it's you know back in March I wouldn't have thought this. I think I mentioned that last episode. Like oh we're still gonna be doing this in November, but now it's pretty normal. And uh, and everybody, COVID birthdays all around. We we're, we've got three more months, uh, and then everybody's had a COVID birthday, because it's it's essentially starting in March. So once we get through December, January, February, and everybody's had a COVID birthday. That's just how it works. All right, let's get into some digital trends. Uh, we got some good ones this week, and actually uh, some ridiculous ones and some good ones. Uh, hashtag Toy Story twenty five. I felt the need to. To, to point this out and bring it up if you haven't seen this one on social platforms. Personally, I think I'm just not quite in the right age range um, to be a huge Toy Story fan. Uh, I I think if I'd been a little bit older when it came out, it w- I would have had a certain appreciation for it. Uh, or obviously, if I'd been much younger, I would have had you know that obvious real appreciation for it. Never had it. I, I like the movie. I, you know, I like it, but I was never a huge fan. Uh, but I do recognize that there is such a huge fandom. Uh, for Toy Story, I worked at Disney when Toy Story three came out, and it was it was wild just to. And you know that, people are aware that Toy Story is a huge, huge entity for for Disney and Pixar, and that people do love it and they gravitate toward it so much. But man, being there on the ground, like when Toy Story three came out, uh, I've even got the studio edition sitting in my DVD collection that 
people are selling those things for like $500. It was nuts. Uh, but so I, I've seen it. I, I know the fandom behind Toy Story. Uh, and it's 25 years ago today that Toy Story hit theaters. And, and just just to think about kind of how Pixar's done since then. It, even if you're not a huge fan of the movie, you know, like myself, I appreciate it. But just to just to think of of Pixar's kind of path uh, over the years, starting with Toy Story and, and just and that propelling uh, Pixar into the into the mainstream and, and being a, a household studio name. And then obviously the attachment with Disney and now. Uh, being a part of Disney, it's it's just amazing to to kind of look at that path. Uh, so hashtag Toy Story twenty five. John Cleese is also trending on uh, on the social platforms right now, not for good reasons. Uh, he's and apparently like, yeah. that's what I always say. Everyone is horrible. <laughs> that's the, that's the thing. Let me point that out. Like I've said it before, everyone is horrible. Uh, you can't you can't just put all put all your apples in one basket. With, with certain celebrities and everything, stuff's going to come to light. We talked about Gina Carano last week, and, and now we got John Cleese. And I, I guess we've known this about John Cleese for a while, uh, but he's he's been sending out some hateful tweets, uh, very, very hateful, um, specifically uh, regarding transgender stuff, which, what the hell is going on with uh, with English people? And I'm not saying all English people, but I'm saying, like, we have uh, J.K. Rowling and, and now John Cleese, like... And here's the other thing too. I, I fully recognize there's lots of people out there that have these same views. It still it just blows my mind. And I don't know if John Cleese is just trying to become relevant or stir up hot or what. Blows my mind. You you know you're not going to get a good reaction to these things. But there you go. You just throw them out in the universe. So John Cleese, uh, trending right now, but not for the right reasons because he's he's a hateful son of a bitch, and we don't need any of that. All right. Hashtag disappoint your family in five words. Uh, just in time for Thanksgiving. This is trending on the social platforms. And, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, I feel like, is a great time to disappoint your family. You're not going to be traveling this year. Again, we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we get to COVID. People are traveling. Shouldn't be. But you're not going to be seeing as much of your family this year, obviously. Uh, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> and uh, But this one just really makes... Thanksgiving is usually the perfect time to disappoint your family. Uh, so hashtag disappoint your family in five words. Check this one out. People are, people are having fun with this one. Uh, I obviously went straight to it. Uh, my five words would be, I'm going to film school. Yes. Uh, now, my family's very supportive, uh, especially my parents. You know, it wasn't a huge thing that I went to film school, but I do remember a few instances from a little bit from my mother. Like, oh, my son's not going to be a doctor. He's going to go to film school. Uh, but definitely from my grandmother at the time was like, really? You're going to go to film school? Yep. Yep, Grandma. I'm, I'm, okay. What? You didn't want to go to like, uh, you know, another college? Nope. Nope. Going to film school. Yeah. So disappoint your family in five words. That's a great way to do it is go to film school. Unless you're from like a film legacy family or something. They're, they're like, no, you have to do this. And those are the kids that go to medical school. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go be a doctor. <laughs> it's like uh, Michael J. Fox's character and uh, oh, what's his uh, the family ties or whatever. <laughs> like totally. <laughs> you, you don't. You, rebelling can be anything. You know, there's a stereotypical rebelling that you think of, but then. You know, like in my house, we're, we're a bunch of burners and punk rockers and a bunch of my, my wife and I are burners and I'm punk rocker. It's like, yeah, no, my kid's probably going to grow up, be a lawyer <laughs> and just so, it, you know, depends on your family, how you can disappoint them. Uh, Rudy Giuliani's hair is also trending on the social platforms. If you haven't seen this one, he held a news conference the other day and his hair dye started to drip down his cheek on both sides. Quite embarrassing. Uh, and it, it's getting pretty hilarious with Rudy Giuliani because you think he can't embarrass himself more? And then hair dye is dripping down his cheek. Like, Jesus Christ, man. You know, maybe just call it a day. 
Like just just go go call it a day or take a take a break because we're like it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> like you can't do anything else. Dumb. Whoop. Never mind. There it is. So Rudy Giuliani's hair uh, trending on social platforms. I'll say people uh, were were doing it side by side with uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker, where his makeup is running from. Uh, uh, I don't want to say the original Batman, but the uh, the Batman that had Jack Nicholson and and Michael Keaton. Uh, and, and they're like, oh, who wore it better? I immediately, when I first saw the picture, I thought of Gary Oldman in The Fifth Element, for those of you that are familiar with The Fifth Element, and just, like, the streaking down his head. Uh, totally Gary Oldman in The Fifth Element. And and similar characters. I mean, Gary Oldman's a great actor, and his, he, <laughs> but, you know, the character? In, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe similar to, to Giuliani. Uh, definitely a much younger character. I'm pretty sure Rudy Giuliani's 142. Uh, and has just made some kind of deal with the devil to still be able to walk around on this earth, despite the fact that he's 142. Uh, Huntington Beach, also uh, trending on the social platforms, because Huntington Beach, that's what they do down in Huntington Beach. It's so funny, because I think people that live outside of California, they think Huntington Beach is like this glorious beach city, and it's like, it's a great beach city, uh, but yeah, it is not, <laughs> it is it is not a progressive area uh, of Southern California by any means. So they took to the streets last night, and uh, we're going to talk some more about that. No, actually, no, yeah, I'm going to, we'll, we'll talk about that more when we get to COVID, uh, and specifically what was going on down there in Huntington Beach. Unpack that a little, because it's pretty ridiculous. But before we get to that, I want to talk about our positive news story of the week. That's right, positive news story of the week. <coughs> Excuse me, everybody. It's, it's, it's a dry, dry weather that's happening right now. My hands are, like, I've, I've got the dry throat and mouth, and, I've, and my hands are actually starting to crack. Just every, every year this happens around this time of year, uh, you know, as fall gets into full swing and in winter, and I just, like, ugh. I, I get real dry skin. It's horrible, that winter skin. Uh, positive news. Uh, Nandy Bushnell. Nandy Bushnell. If you haven't heard that name, you've actually probably seen her scrolling through as, as you've been scrolling through social platforms and stuff. This is a, the, the drum prodigy. Uh, she lives in the UK uh, and you've seen her doing drum covers for, for people. And uh, she actually, uh, Dave Grohl had reached out to her. There was some back and forth kind of on social media. And they're like, oh, Dave Grohl's a big fan of, of Nandy Bushnell and everything else. Uh, well, they actually finally connected Nandy and Dave Grohl uh, via, I assume, Zoom. <laughs> All the video chatting is now Zoom, but through one of the video chatting platforms, uh, they actually got to meet face-to-face -face on video, obviously, because um, even if they weren't were in the same country, they probably wouldn't be getting together right now because of everything going on with COVID. Uh, and it was, it, I, I encourage you to check out this video, because just to see the positive nature and the genuine reaction, really from both of them, not just from this young 10-year-old girl who, who plays drums incredibly well, uh, but also from Dave Grohl, who you can just, you can see his enthusiasm. And who doesn't love Dave Grohl? I mean, I was watching the, uh, one of the Sesame Street episodes that he was, that he was on the other day with my, with, with my daughter. And you just, you see this, and my, my wife even comes out, she's like, Has, have you ever seen somebody so excited to be on Sesame Street? Like a guest, you know, because if you're familiar with Sesame Street, all kinds of guests popping up. Like John Legend's been on there 15 times, like sings a song, and all kinds of guests, and Dave Grohl, fantastic. And just, you just, you, you know that there's a genuine... Um, a, a genuine excitement when he does certain things. And you could see that on his face, just these clips of this video call. Uh, and in fact, he's planning to to write a song together with Nandy and uh, and and hopefully, and also specify that once COVID is over, next time the uh, the Foo Fighters are in are in the UK that she will that she's gonna be welcome up on stage to play a song with them. 
pretty freaking cool. Uh, and I know I said don't, you know, all people are horrible. Dave Grohl might be one of the exceptions. Might be one of the exceptions. Now that I say that, we'll probably see something come out this week. Ah, damn it, Dave. Just sung your praises. Uh, but good on you, Dave Grohl. Good on you, Nandy Bushnell. Uh, really looking forward to following this and, and seeing what kind of song they actually put out. I'm I'm positive they will actually write a song and, and put out the song. I, I'm positive of that. This isn't one of those, like, you know, pandering to kids like, oh, yeah, we'll write a song. And you know, a year later, Nandy's like, hey, Dave. And he's like, who? New phone. Who this? That's what the kids say, right? New phone, who dis? I can't believe I just said that on the fucking podcast. Uh, all right, COVID updates. COVID updates. Uh, for those of you not familiar, Los Angeles is now under a curfew. They rolled back a lot of the stuff that had opened up. Um, I I won't get into specifics. It is funny uh, because, like, this all came down the other day, and I was like, uh-oh, we're going to be under curfew. And, like, uh-oh, honey, look. And I'm saying to my wife, and I'm like, oh, it's this and this and this. She's like... Uh, so nothing changed for us, right? And I was like, no, because we weren't going out to restaurants and doing all this stupid shit anyway. Uh, I wasn't out after 10 p.m., maybe out in my backyard or something, but which I was out there sp- spray painting my grill at like 10.30 last weekend. That was fun. Uh, but like, it didn't really change anything for us. And as I said this last week, for the people that are like, oh, this is going to completely change my social life. Yeah, you're part of the problem. That That's why, is because you've continued to have a ridiculous social life through all of this and just ignore everything that's going on. Uh, so the curfew is 10 p.m. you you got to be in, you got to be at your home after 10 p.m. in Los Angeles right now, unless you're working, you know, you're an essential worker and you're working, then those are obvious exceptions. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how we move forward. And we've, we've already seen blowback. Uh, as I mentioned, in Huntington Beach, they held a rally last night uh, to to protest the the uh, the authoritarian restrictions uh, that have been put in place for the state of California. Uh, people in Huntington, they don't want to wear masks. They don't want to be told to go home at 10 p.m. Uh, and I will say, I know 10 p.m. is is a, is a rather arbitrary uh, like time. And, pe- and there's been a lot of jokes, and I get it. I think it's funny. People are like, oh, got home by 10 p.m. COVID can't get me now. Or like, oh, I stayed out till 10.01. Now the COVID got... I get it. It, it is arbitrary. It's not that, that COVID stops trying to infect you. Uh, I think the best example of this is is the World Series that was happening down there in Texas. If you if, Even if you don't follow the World Series, there's a, uh, a, uh, a radio personality, Steve Mason, who went to the World Series down there in Texas. And he said, and he had talked about Texas, how people weren't wearing masks in general down there. But in the stadium, most people were wearing masks. However, as the game progressed, uh, people had a few drinks, then masks started coming off. So when you think about that, that is a, a lot of the reasoning behind a 10 p.m. curfew. Because people, maybe they're going out and they are sitting at an outdoor dining, you're sitting doing outdoor dining at a restaurant and having a couple drinks. Once you get past 10 p.m., then people are really, they're going to be drinking, they're going to be having fun, and suddenly they're not even thinking about those kind of restrictions. So, yes, is it funny? Yeah, absolutely. But is, is there is there some reasoning behind it? 100%. So think about that. That's, that's really what it is. Yes, is it an arbitrary time? Maybe, but it's got to be some time, and they're trying to keep people from partying too hard and then getting real careless out there in the world. And, and a great example of that was the World Series. And I know it's happening at other sporting events, but I've, I've heard this first, a firsthand account from Steve Mason, uh, who, who's a, a personality on ESPN Radio here in Los Angeles. Um, so, you know, take from that what you own. And like I said, change nothing for me. So, you know, hopefully it didn't really change anything for you. 
uh, and you're more just disappointed that we're now kind of taking a step back as opposed to a step forward like we were hoping to. Uh, in fact, toilet paper is selling out again. Yes, uh, toilet paper sold out across the country. Uh, Costco, from what I understand here in uh, the, the Costco near me, which would be Atwater Village in Los Angeles, totally sold out of toilet paper. And apparently my Vons the other day was sold out of toilet paper. My, but on the other hand, it's not too crazy. My wife went to the grocery store on Friday, uh, fairly early in the day, and it wasn't too bad. Uh, and I'd asked, it was, I was like, were shelves empty? And she's like, no. Uh, the only thing is she didn't go down the uh, the toilet paper aisle. Um, I'm stocked up on toilet paper. I get toilet paper through Amazon subscription, so I don't even think about buying toilet. It just shows up. I'm like, oh, here's my box of toilet paper and, you know, rolls of toilet paper. Uh, so I'm sure that aisle was empty, but... I mean, it's really fun. It's it's wild. And I'm not going to sit here and criticize anyone. If, if you feel the need to stock up on toilet paper, stock away. Just try to leave some for other people. And I said this back in, like, early on in the, in the pandemic, in the quarantine. Uh, toilet paper is very important. But as long as you have a detachable shower head, you've technically got a bidet in your bathroom. You know, think about that. Maybe you don't need toilet paper. <laughs> don't flush paper towels you can't flush other things also keep that in mind so if you're running out of toilet paper and you got to use something else just don't flush it all right enough about toilet paper <laughs> replacements uh there was a homecoming party in missouri you heard that right a homecoming party in missouri uh, a couple of parents organized a party for about 200 high school kids at a restaurant private party uh, they circumvented a lot of the rules and, in fact, kept it kept it super hush-hush to the point where they weren't even able to do any serious real contact tracing uh, from these kids. So far, they've found seven cases that have spawned from this homecoming party, uh, but with and that's without real contact tracing. Uh, so we're going to see more and more of this. It's, just, it's selfishness. It, like, it sucks. I get it. But it's it's just selfishness. That's all it is. Your, your homecoming, like, get get the fuck over yourselves. Your homecoming is not more important than, than the livelihood of people in your community. It's not. And and that's the other thing is everybody falls back on this, but the economy, but the economy. The economy has nothing to do with your fucking homecoming party. Nothing. Uh, yes, you rented out a restaurant. Probably some restaurant that was doing just fine to begin with. These are the things that drive me absolutely bonkers. Absolutely. And it's happening with, with Thanksgiving. Here, here's the other thing. Postpone homecoming. Who cares? Throw a big homecoming party in May. Do homecoming and prom. Do it all. Who cares? Push it back. We shouldn't, we shouldn't let a calendar dictate when we can do things. Same thing with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving travel is going crazy right now. The CDC came out and said that you should not travel for Thanksgiving. So, of course, what do people in this country do? They flock to airports and start traveling for fucking Thanksgiving. Because you have to travel and see family, otherwise turkey doesn't taste like turkey. I mean, that, that's what I get out of this. For the love of God, it is Thanksgiving. It's an arbitrary holiday <laughs> based on something not good, for, like not good history about this country. Really? Let's, let's not get that twisted. And it's a holiday that revolves around eating dinner. Get your family on a Zoom call, have dinner, set up your Zoom call and have dinner on the table. Boom, done. You're just eating. It's Thanksgiving, but people got to travel like crazy. I just, it blows my mind. And it, I mean, it's, it same goes for Christmas, but at least with Christmas, I kind of get it. It's like, okay, this is a big family holiday, you know, but Thanksgiving? Give me a break. You don't even understand what you're celebrating. You're celebrating a turkey in the middle of it. Come on. Come on. 
I will say there's a there's some good news from Zoom uh, that they have lifted. There's apparently a 40 minute limit on Zoom. I don't use a lot of Zoom, but when I use Zoom, I use it with people that have like the premium accounts and. I end up on Zoom for like two hours having a couple drinks with a couple friends. But I think there's a 40-minute limit uh, if you have like the free account. They've lifted that limit for Thanksgiving uh, just so that families can get on Zoom and, and have a Zoom Thanksgiving meal with, with their families instead of traveling. Brilliant. Brilliant. I, I'm sure that's what we're going to do in, in my house. Um, I know, I know my, my wife picked up turkey breast and we got some potatoes and some other things. And that's going to be Thanksgiving. Watch a little football. Have a have a nice tasty drink and uh, and that, that'll be my Thursday. All right, uh, let's get on into some mental health. Oh boy. Um, I don't have anything too crazy this week, but with Thanksgiving coming up and the holidays coming up, um, I just want to. People are going to get pressured, and I, I know what that's like uh, because there's such a difference in the spectrum of where people are. We go from. Oh my God, everybody stay home. If you don't stay home, you're going to die to, Oh my God, this is a hoax. Everybody just go live your life, you know? And I'm obvious I'm not all the way here, but I'm, you know, I don't think I'm going to die. I need to stay home, you know, otherwise. And, uh, but it's got me thinking about pressure that you get from, from families, especially when it comes to, to getting together for Thanksgiving, for the holidays, whatever it might be. You know, especially if you have kids, maybe you're getting pressured from your parents, your, you know, your aunts and uncles, your, your relatives who want to see those kids. I, I totally get it. Um, but I bring this up because your mental health, you shouldn't sacrifice your mental health to make other people happy, especially in this situation. Now, it's one thing, you know, sometimes you're like, well, I don't want to go to this party, you know, or I don't want to go to this family. Like, OK, well, maybe just maybe suck it up and go for a little bit. I'm not talking about that. Like, oh, I'm going to be inconvenienced a little bit. And in the end, I'm probably going to be OK. You know, I'm talking about where you you're in panic attack mode, which many of us can be at this time, especially if you suffer from a mental illness. I've good God, I've been dealing with it just way too much lately. Don't give in to those things. Don't let that pressure overtake you. Your mental health is dependent on, on you being comfortable. And everyone needs that reminder right now because there's going to be pressure. It's going to there's going to be plenty of pressure and you know it. Now, I'm, I'm not getting a bunch personally, but I, I, I have felt it. I've seen it out there, you know. And from what we've seen, it's those instances of just letting your guard down for a, just, you know, an hour. And suddenly you've you've got covid. And we're seeing it just it's spreading like crazy still. I don't want to talk about numbers and everything you just you see up such and such has it now up such and such has it now up every day so don't sacrifice your health your mental health for the happiness of others there we're gonna have gatherings again we're gonna have holidays again we're gonna have thanksgiving again for the love of god push thanksgiving just like with the homecoming have a Thanksgiving meal meal in April when it's safer. When we get even just a little bit safer, have one then. They they sell turkeys year round. I don't know if you, if you need to hear this, but they sell turkeys year round. They sell booze year round. You know. And thank God we're not revolving the holiday around Black Friday this year, because that, that's the other thing too. Oh, the holidays, holidays, holidays. But we live in such a consumeristic society that it's not even the holidays. We, everything revolves around the fucking Black Friday deals. Thank God that's not happening this year. It's happening online. Uh, and I'm actually paying close attention because uh, some of the bands are doing their Black Friday deals 
on their on their merch. Uh, and I would say that's a general life lesson. Lesson: Don't let anyone dictate how you feel. Take care of yourself first and foremost, and then take care of others. Now, that's a very subjective thing because you know, if if you're a parent, you should take care. Like, without sacrificing your health, you should take care of your kids, and then then worry about yourself. But you you understand what I'm what I'm getting at here. Fill your own cup first, and then start filling other people's cups. That's just a general, I mean, even if you don't have mental health issues and mental illness, that's a general just life lesson to, to, to have. You're going to be happier. And honestly, people around you are going to be happier. A lot of times it's just ignorance. People don't realize they're taking advantage of others because it seems so minuscule. It just has to be pointed out. If you don't point it out in a mean way, just be like, no, you know what? No. I'm going to take a pause. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to take a break from this discussion, whatever it might be. It's not up to you to sacrifice for others. And especially when it's pretty obvious and it's a safety thing. That people should be sacrificing for you. Not for you personally, but people. Sh everybody should be sacrificing right now for the greater good and the health of everyone around the world and in this country. But it's just not happening. All right. Parenting. I got a couple parenting things. Uh, actually, some good news. I was pretty upset about this, and I believe I mentioned it on one of the previous episodes. Uh, Apple had secured the rights to all of the Peanuts holiday specials, uh, starting with The Great Pumpkin. The Great Pumpkin was not on network television for the first time in, like, since it was made or something like that. Uh, well, the uproar, uh, it got back to Apple, and Apple actually cut a deal with PBS. Uh, they are going to be airing, I believe, the Thanksgiving specials airing tonight on PBS ad-free, uh, and then the Peanuts Christmas special is going to air in December on PBS uh, ad-free as well. This is great news because I think these are these are just such well-known specials, uh, you know, generational specials that, you know, my parents enjoy, I enjoy, my kid enjoys. I mean, there's generations of, 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 of kids and parents and, and adults that, that love these things, and, and there's certain things, and I, I say, you know, and, and not everyone likes sports, but I say it's about sports. So certain things should just be on broadcast television. And the Peanut Specials is absolutely uh, one of them, and, and now we are going to get it on PBS. Now, of course, keep in mind, you can just buy these, you know, we don't have, I don't have Apple TV, like the premium package in my house, uh, but we own the DVDs. I, I, we've got the, you know, Great Pumpkin Thanksgiving, which <laughs> I watched Thanksgiving for the first time last year. I don't, I, I never watched Thanksgiving as a kid, uh, and then Christmas. I watched a lot of Great Pumpkin uh, and Christmas were, were big ones for me. Uh, so mark your calendars if you don't have them on DVD and you don't have the Apple TV Premium uh, tonight, Thanksgiving, and then, of course, more importantly, and nothing against the Thanksgiving one, more importantly, uh, the, the Christmas special will be airing on PBS in December. Uh, and one more hot little tip uh, for those of you, depending on the age of your kids, uh, something my, my, my daughter has gotten into recently, and, and there's a lot of great things about it, is a show called Emily's Wonder Lab, uh, on Netflix, this is on. So if you have a Netflix subscription, you've already got it. Emily's Wonder Lab, uh, and and Emily uh, actually basically does science experiments with kids in studio, uh, and and it's it's all it's learning about science. Now, and it, the cool thing about it is they are simpler experiments. It's not not like you go into a chemistry lab with beakers and everything and like do, 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 do. no no it's simple science experiments uh, that kids find fun. You know, younger kids. Uh, find fun and then also get educated about it and the, the coolest part that I like about it is usually at the end of every episode uh, they, they kind of show you how to make something they usually build something you know air power or you know whatever it might be um, like they've done oobleck like you know that kind of stuff 
And they show you at the end of every episode usually how to, at least to an extent, replicate that at home. Um, so it's it's educational for kids, but also fun because they're seeing kids. The experiments are fun, um, you know, and the kids all have fun with it. And then at the end, they show you like, hey, look, you can do this in your home. Uh, so really, if you haven't heard of this one and, and you have kids of a certain age, uh, you know, if you have teenagers, they're not going to be interested in this. But if you have younger kids, uh, they're, they're absolutely going to be interested in, in Emily's Wonder Lab on Netflix. Uh, so check that out. Educational and interactive. I, I, it's just it's a great one. Um, and I think Emily, I don't know her last name, uh, but she she's, seems like a great personality for the show. And I, I believe she's like MIT educated. Uh, one of those, I saw something that she's like actually a, you know, not just a personality where they're like, here, use this balloon. She like, she's educated and, and knows what she's talking about, not just reading off a script. So that's extra, extra interesting. All right, we got some entertainment news. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Uh, it's finally happening. I think when, when quarantine, when COVID, the pandemic started, we were like, well, at least we're going to get some good music. Um, and we've been getting good music all year. But I think now we're hitting this, this just this wave uh, of new music that's coming out. And it seems like December is the one. We already know Less Than Jake. Uh, they have their new album coming out in December. Uh, they released a new track the other day. I think they're up to three tracks now released from their, their upcoming album that you can pre-order. Uh, and more importantly, I don't know if it's more importantly, but new news uh, just recently is they are actually doing a live stream in December. Uh, so if you're interested in, in a Lesson Jake live stream, check that out on Facebook. Um, I know you'll be able to get all the information. I don't have the date in front of me, but, you know, Google. It's a thing. You guys can do this. I don't <laughs> just just top line stuff here. Uh, Goldfinger. They announced recently they have a new album coming out December 4th. Uh, there is a new song that is out uh from that album, it's a great single. Really enjoy it. I'm, I'm a big Goldfinger fan. I like John Feldman. Uh, so, you know, depends on what your cup of tea is. But new Goldfinger album coming out in December. And The Network, not not Green Day, but The Network that we know is Green Day playing under another moniker. Uh, they have a new album coming out December 4th as well. Uh, it's obviously Green Day. And I will say, if you've been following this at all, it's it's fun. And I, and I get it. Like The Network's like, we have taken over Green Day's Twitter feed. Uh, there's a little Easter egg in there on one of them that they're like, we are not Green Day, and we warned you that w back in 2003 that we would put out new music in 2020 if things something something something. Uh, we're and it and it says in that tweet, and I quote, uh, we are at threat level midnight. For those of you that not aware with what uh, not aware of what threat level midnight is, somehow I turned that into a tongue twister. Uh, threat level midnight is the name of a screenplay. Starring the character Michael Scarn, written by the character Michael Scott of The Office, Threat Level Midnight. Uh, so, they're obviously having fun with it, but we all know it's Green Day. Um, I'll be interested to check that out in December as well. Just tons of new music, and we're going to continue following that, because I think more and more is going to come out. We're going to get albums coming out in January here, because so many, so many bands... Uh, have been working on albums, you know, we, I think we had that first wave because bands that were releasing albums, you know, in the spring and summer, uh, they either released them on time, like the Bomb Pops, whose album dropped the day that it went crazy here in LA, uh, and then some bands moving up their album release because they couldn't tour anyway and just kind of getting out there, and now we're getting into the wave of, of what bands have been working on uh, since they weren't able to tour, since they've been stuck at home, and that, that's kind of, we're going to get more and more of these, I'm sure. I'm hearing rumors of a new Rancid album, too. Uh, and we know the Interrupters started working on an album before uh, 
before the the pandemic hit. So it's there's stuff. Just got to be patient. It's coming down the line here. I know, Unwritten Law is another one. Unwritten Law. Uh, they have new music in the can already. I don't know when the hell they're releasing that album, but Unwritten Law's got new music coming. Oh, The Mandalorian. I actually started watching this. It's fine. I, I don't know. It's fine. It's something to watch. I didn't freak. I wasn't like, oh, my God. I wasn't in tears watching The Mandalorian the first episode. Um, now, I think had I not known the, the little Yoda... The little Yoda was coming. I might have been like, oh, my God, that is cute. But I'd seen it. So it's like, oh, yeah, here's here's the Yoda coming out. All right. Um, nothing against it. It seems like a fine show. It's just and maybe it was overhyped for me. But I was like, OK, this is fine. I'll continue to watch this. Uh, but they had their own they had their own production mistake uh, a la Game of Thrones coffee cup. Apparently a crew member is in one of the shots. A crew member wearing jeans <laughs> is in one of the shots. Uh, so, this, this, you know, these things happen. And it's funny because these things have happened since the beginning of entertainment and cinema and television. Like, you know, uh, there, there are Academy Award winning films that have weird mistakes in them that made the final cut. You know, these things happen. It's just it's more obvious now that we live in uh, such a small world with social media and people are able to point these things out and have fun with it and make memes or whatever the hell you do. Uh, so, of course, this is just going to give Mandalorian... Uh, kind of some more press and recognition and marketing. That's, so it's kind of brilliant. I wouldn't be surprised if they just had a crew. They're like, "Hey, dude, stand right here," <laughs> like you know. You're still hearing about the coffee cup. I like. I saw these, and they were like, "Oh, the Mandalorian had a Starbucks coffee cup." Mister, <laughs> like really? <laughs> so we're just okay. We're just gonna call it the Starbucks. Co- okay, that's let's call them now. Uh Disney World. Oh wow, this one I like. Disney World. Uh, this came up recently, this past week at Disney World. Uh, they're actually stopping indoor rides now for people taking off their masks. There's that, uh, I can't remember the name of the ride, but there's the, where it takes you through the decades, and you, you, you sit and you watch animatronic stuff. Uh, this past week, they actually stopped the ride and the crew member, and it's completely dark in the theater. Uh, but trust me, even when you're in a dark spot, uh, you are being watched at Disneyland or Disney World. Uh, back in the 90s, there was, there was one spot, and I'm not even going to tell you where it was, and it's actually... Not a spot anymore, but there's one spot in the entire park that you knew you were not on camera. Now, when I was in high school, we used that spot for nefarious things. Not horribly nefarious things, but that's where we would, you know, go and smoke a little pot as we were enjoying the park. Don't recommend that for kids. It's a podcast, not for kids. Tell your kids, don't do that. But what they're doing now is they are stopping these rides and telling people to put their masks back on. Um... Immediately when I saw, and I was like, good on you, Disney. Let, let's keep the freaking masks on. Uh, but it also got me thinking back in the 90s. Uh, this was a problem with the Haunted Mansion here at Disneyland uh, in the 90s. Is, is teenagers would get on that uh, and they would start making out. <laughs> Maybe a little more than making out. Stuff was going on on that ride. When you rode that back, there was a time period in the 90s. Because I grew up in Southern California. Uh, and when it was inexpensive to go to you could go to Disneyland for like 20 bucks back in the 90s. And, uh, you know, we just drive up. On a Saturday, like hour and a half drive from from San Diego, where I grew up as a teenager, and boom, we're at Disneyland. So we went a lot, and there was a period of time where, you, like, we didn't even want to go on Haunted Mansion because you'd go on Haunted Mansion, it would stop five, six, seven, eight times throughout the ride because then some security come out and be like, "Stop that!" Ride starts, and the lights come on. <laughs> You're like, "Well, this is ruining the magic of the Haunted Mansion. The lights are on, <laughs> like, you know, it's just." But Disney's always watching, always watching, even when you think you're in the dark. Always watching. Oh, man. But good on them. I'm, I'm glad they're doing this. All right, Blaze Media Podcast. 
You ever heard of that? I don't know. I hadn't until the past couple of days. Blaze Media Podcast. They apparently do some kind of podcast. I don't even know where they're out of because I didn't even want to give them kind of airtime, I guess. Uh, they they lost a sponsorship from Black Rifle Coffee. If you've never heard of Black Rifle Coffee, uh, yeah, it's a coffee company called Black Rifle and has rifles on their coffee. Uh, so apparently this, this Blaze Media podcast, uh, they had the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse as a guest on there and then took a picture and posted it. They had Rick, Ricky, Schro- it was Ricky, whatever, I don't, I don't want to talk about him either, but they had Kyle, the, the murderer from Wisconsin uh, who's out on $2 million, $2 million bail right now because that's what we do in this country. We, we, let peop- we let good people starve and we spend $2 million letting a bad, horrible, horrible murderer back out on the street. But... Priorities in this country, you know, it's real good. Uh, so they took a photo at the end of the podcast and posted it. And Kyle Rittenhouse is wearing a Black Rifle Coffee shirt. So, of course, Black Rifle Coffee pulls their sponsorship uh, from the Blaze Media podcast. Um, here's the thing. I just want to unpack this for a sec. Blaze Media podcast, you should know better. This is your sponsor. Maybe don't do that. Uh, on the other side of things, the name of your company is Black Rifle Coffee. So maybe one of the heroes of the NRA and and people that are out there for that kind of justice, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't be shocked that he's wearing a black rifle coffee shirt. You, you know, it's like, what do you expect? I, it's just, you know, it blows my mind. And I'm not saying black rifle cough has anything to do with, I mean, obviously it has something to do with guns. I don't know if it's a super conservative. I don't know much about it. I've heard of it and that's it. But you also, you can't be shocked for the love of God. It's called black rifle coffee. It actually fits in. I mean, we've seen the Proud Boys take over Fred Perry shirts, and that has nothing to do with the Proud Boys. At least it's guns. It's a kid that brought a gun and murdered people. Like, what do you expect? I'm not saying change your name, but just don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. And Blaze Media Podcast, uh, be smarter with your sponsors. (laughs) All right, I'm going to leave you with one more thing before we finish up for this week. If you ever wondered what it's like to live in Canada, uh, there's a certain area of Canada right now where the town has had to put up signs telling people to not let moose lick their car. You know, the gigantic moose that look real cute in, like, cartoons and stuff, and then you realize that they're fucking giants. (laughs) Like, oh, oh, that's, oh, but the dude in the cartoon's, like, the same size as the moose, but that moose is 15 times the size of me. Whoa, I don't know. But anyway, in Canada, because Canada... They have to tell mooses to tell people to not let moose, mooses, moose, lick their cars. Now, apparently, moose really like salt. And they have learned instead of, like, foraging out in the forest to find salt in natural places, that they can go and lick cars, lick cars, and get the salt from the, you know, salt in the roadways off the cars. So people have been told, please don't let moose lick your cars because they're getting way too comfortable with people and cars, which makes sense. And I'll tell you, because Canada... And I know there's moose in the United States, too. It's just, I, I live in Southern California. Like, there's no moose here. Like, I mean, we got bobcats and mountain lions, but no no moose here. No moose here. Uh, but apparently, and they're saying because they can be extra dangerous because if, if moose are approaching a car and you're driving, your car takes out their legs and then the moose basically just comes through. And I, I don't, this is serious, but I'm only laughing because it's so foreign to me. The moose comes through your windshield because you take out the legs just for the boom. It's like, okay, that's, uh, that's good enough reason for me to, to not let moose lick my car. Uh, but most importantly, don't let moose lick your car because Canada. Canada gonna Canada. I love Canada, man. I kind of want to move to Canada. I'm sick of this country. 
I'll leave. I'll live with the moose. I don't care. Just won't let him lick my car. Oh. On that note, don't let any moose lick your car, no matter where you are, especially if you're in Canada. But it's probably a good idea not to let that happen any anywhere. Just just a hot tip. Uh, I would just run from moose. I like. I've never seen one in person, but I've seen like pictures, and and you're just like, oh my. Oh, no, I'd rather tangle with a with a mountain lion. <laughs> At least mountain lions, like kind of my size. I don't know. All right. Oh man. All right. Wall fans, common sensors. Uh, that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook.com/slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, also, my own personal Instagram account, which is SoCalSean, and YouTube. Head over to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall, and subscribe to our channel. Most importantly, SeanO'RourkeLive.com, your one-stop shop for all those things I just mentioned, as well as exclusive content you can't find anywhere else, and our Patreon and merch. Get your holiday shopping done early with our merch page there. All right. This has been episode 27 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We will be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time. And until then, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, remember no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense. <laughs>